When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So in this video today, I want to talk about the top three reasons for why I prefer to purchase and own physical silver over physical gold. Now, before I really get into these reasons and before things get too heated in the comment section, I want to make myself abundantly clear that I'm a fan of both silver and gold. I think they're both excellent assets to include include in your um, investment portfolio. I think going forward, they're both going to be excellent hedges and they're both going to significantly appreciate in value. You know, in, in today's day and age, in today's economic climate, with markets being what they are today, I see a lot of overvalued assets, whether we're talking about the U.S. stock market or, you know, a lot of different global um, bond markets, bond markets around the world. A lot of fiat currencies, I would consider them overvalued. Even even things like real estate in many places are in a bubble. You know, if, if you really take your time, you could find individual countries, markets, or, or maybe individual stocks that might be undervalued. But kind of speaking in general terms, I would say that most of these things, most of these common choices among, you know, Western investors, like like the stock market, right, or like uh, bonds or, or even just savings, fiat currency, they're overvalued, okay? And, and I would also add to that, that, you know, one of the few asset classes that I would consider very much undervalued in today's day and age would be precious metals. In fact, I consider silver and gold to be the most undervalued assets on the face of the earth in a broader sense. Again, maybe there's individual stocks, but, but when we talk about asset classes, they are perhaps the most undervalued on the face of the earth. And, you know, and you'll kind of pick up on this a little bit more in this video. I think that silver tends to be even more undervalued than gold. Not to say that gold isn't undervalued, but but silver really takes the cake in that category. So uh, I just want to clarify that I'm a fan of both metals. Um, another thing, real quick before I get started, what do you prefer? You know, I want to hear from my viewers, from my subscribers. And and by the way, if you haven't subscribed yet, I'd very much appreciate if if you do so. But um what do you prefer? Do you prefer silver or gold and why? You know, these are just three reasons, but maybe there's more, you know, there's many, many more reasons for why somebody might like silver over gold or gold over silver. So, so let me know down below in the comments section, but starting out here, reason number one, and these are in no particular order necessarily, but reason number one, price potential. Okay. Like I said, I think silver is much more undervalued than gold in today's day and age. Now, I want to make myself clear when when it comes to owning precious metals, I think personally the the first reason the primary reason should be as a hedge as a way to to preserve your wealth to protect yourself against the the decline of a lot of other paper assets around the world okay a hedge okay however, I do think that they have a real value as an investment, meaning that they are an asset that I'm going to own and I think they're going to appreciate in value in the future, not just in, in, in fiat terms. I'm talking purchasing power. I think both silver and gold have a ton of potential as an investment going forward, but I think silver has has a much greater potential. And, and there's a couple of different reasons for that. First of all, and you'll hear this one, I'm not going to go super deep into this, but, but you'll, you'll hear this from a lot of people, the gold to silver ratio. You know, the gold to silver ratio isn't perfect. You know, it's in some senses 
a little bit arbitrary. I, I think, you know, in today's day and age with, with gold and silver not really being monetary metals anymore, gold is to some extent, it, it's governments and, and central banks own gold. They don't own a whole lot of silver. Um, and, and, you know, silver is a little bit more of an industrial metal. And, and, you know, over time, it's, it's, it's not great. Okay. It's not all that's cracked up to be. Okay. However, I, I think we can glean some in some really important information from it. Um, you know, the gold to silver ratio today, as, as I speak, is currently around 78 to one, meaning 78 ounces of silver, roughly equal the value of one ounce of gold. Now, to put that in historical perspective, the highest that it's been over the last 10 years is, you know, roughly 83 to 1, okay? And the lowest that it's been in the last 10 years would be about 31 to 1, and that was, I think, 2011 when silver really spiked up, okay? So so it certainly seems to be towards the upper end of, of that range. And, and if you look kind of through the broader context of history, I'm not... I'm not going to talk in this video for, for why the gold to silver ratio, I believe, has been um, much higher than it should be over the last you know, 60, 70 years. Topic for another video. But, but if you look even beyond that, early, night, uh, early 20th century and before that, you, know, you often see, see ratios of like 15 to 1, 20 to 1, 10 to 1 you know, in, in ancient Egypt where, where silver was actually um, much more rare than what it is today. I think it was something like 2 to 1 or, or maybe they were somewhere... Um, very similar, you know, it, it was much, much lower. It's a closer, clo- closer to a one-to-one type of ratio. Not to say that that's what it should be today. Again, topic for another video as to what the right ratio is today. But I think seventy-eight to one. I think a lot of us can agree is is really high, and you know that's a that's a great reason for why I think it's overvalued. Um, another piece of it is the size of these markets. Okay. What do I mean by that? The gold market, and, and part of this, again, has to go with the gold to silver ratio, but, but the gold market today is much, much larger than the silver market, whether we're talking about in paper or physical terms. You know, think about it. How much silver and gold come out of the ground? What's the ratio there? You know, I've often heard it quoted as roughly being nine to one, meaning nine ounces of silver are mined for every one ounce of gold. However, how much above ground um, silver and, and gold is is held in you know roughly what we'd consider bullion terms coins bars etc not the silver or gold that's held in electronics or anything like that industrial applications forget about that in in basically a financial asset type of form i think the ratio you know we, we can't know for sure but i think the ratio is much closer to one-to-one because gold has been you know really hoarded and saved over the years whereas silver tends to be used up in industrial applications now one-to-one pretty similar maybe it's two-to-one doesn't matter um you have to remember that the price ratio the price ratio between these two right now is something like 78 to one okay um you can look at the the you know i don't know the exact market value of all the gold that's mined each year but i do know that for silver you know roughly a billion ounces are mined each year at 16 17 ounces 16 or 17 dollars an ounce that's 16 17 billion dollars which sounds like a lot okay um but but i think that because it's such a it, it, it sounds like a lot but when you compare it to the world the size of the world stock markets bond markets uh, amount of currencies the derivatives markets it's just a drop in the ocean right 16 or 17 billion you're comparing that to trillions of dollars worth of stocks and bonds and real estate and fiat currencies it's it's tiny, okay? And and gold's a relatively small market as well, I guess. But but silver's much much smaller. And so so I think, you know, in the future if not not even 10% of of these other assets, paper assets were shifted into 
into silver, not even 1%, not even 0.1%, right? I'm talking just a very small fraction of that. Can you imagine what would happen to the silver market if $20 billion moved into it and actually, you know, I'm not taking paper purchases of SLV or on the COMEX, but actual physical silver, you know, over a billion ounces were purchased over one year span. That would likely break the market, right? Um, the, the, the price would go much, much higher. And so I think because the market size for silver is so much smaller, it, it really has a much greater price potential. Um, the other thing, and, and I've kind of alluded to this as well, the price potential for silver, is the return of monetary value. Now, do I think that at some point in the future we'll have silver coinage again or a silver-backed you know, official government currency? I, I tend to be pessimistic on that. However, when I say return of monetary value, I think that by many people, including central banks, governments, um, gold is still kind of seen as money-ish. You know, it, it's not, right? We, we don't use gold as money. We don't have a gold-backed currency, but governments still hoard it. People, you know, gold, gold tends to be pretty common among individual investors, among uh, certainly among institutional investors. Silver, on the other hand, is not as popular. I mean, sure, there's 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 the outliers. There's the J.P. Morgans, right? There are um, you know people like you and I, the stackers, right? And and some institutional investors will go into silver as as kind of a speculative bid or whatever. But governments, they're not really into it. You know, we have some evidence that maybe Russia has a a decent hoard of silver, but but probably nothing compared to what they have in in gold. Um, but I think that's going to change in the future. You know, I think there's this perception today that gold has kind of stood the test of time, but silver's kind of fallen away and that it's just a, an industrial asset or something like that. But no, I mean, it's it's got a ton of industrial value, but I think the monetary value is something that will be returned, meaning that people will really see a value in it as a true financial asset, right? Not just a commodity, not just a speculative play, but a true financial asset, a, a real monetary value. And again, that might not be silver coinage. That might not mean, mean people bartering with silver, you know, depending on the scenario or, or anything like that. But But I think that it has a much longer ways to go than gold. And again, there... Uh, there's probably going to be a return to gold as well, both metals. But I think silver has a much further way to go just because of how perception, especially here in the West, has changed in regards to it. Okay, so price potential. That's my number one reason. There's a couple different reasons there. I can get into other ones as well as to why I like silver over gold. The second one is industrial value. Now, let me make myself clear. Both silver and gold have industrial uses, right? Gold has plenty of industrial uses. However, you know, we've seen, you know, certainly in the last hundred years, a lot of gold that has been mined has mostly gone straight into bullion form. Coins or bars, right? Not to say that it isn't used in industry, but but a lot of it is hoarded. Okay. Whereas with silver, we see that a lot of silver today is used up in industry. You know, it's 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 upwards of 50%. I think it's somewhere around 60% of silver is used in industrial forms. And then you add to that also things like like silverware, which you wouldn't really consider something like silverware, um, maybe an investment type asset. Jewelry can fall into that category. Sometimes it's more of just a consumer good and it varies. But, but silver really does have a lot of industrial value. And I think that's going to make it something that um, really stands the test of time, maybe not a thousand years from now or 200 years from now when we have some super materials, who knows if we'll be there or not in the future. But, but today, and I think, you know, for, for, for quite a ways in the future, there's so many different industrial uses for silver, um, for which it just can't be replaced. You know, a great example would be solar panels. 
Okay. Uh, over the years, I've talked, I've heard about all these replacements for silver and solar panels, whether it's copper or, or some new, you know, graphene like material or something. But, but as a whole, those things, those things to my knowledge, haven't really come to fruition, maybe to some extent with copper, but I've also heard that copper might not be as good in that role as, as silver. Um, and, and, and things like graphene, you know, graphene is going to replace silver in electronics or, or whatever. Um, People have been talking about that for years. This 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 graphene, you know, it's almost like cold. Uh, what is it? Cold fusion, right? <laughs> Power production. It it just hasn't come to fruition. Graphene's maybe a little bit more realistic right now than, than cold fusion, but but on a larger scale, no. I mean, there are so many different uses that silver has in electronics, in in other industrial products, in medical or, or even clothing products in the future. That could be a huge thing. That's just just kind of. Um, something that is slowly coming around today huge value i think in the future and and that just can't quite be said about gold gold has a ton of great properties it has a ton of applications but as far as as how much of of each year's production or or how much gold is used in industrial uses as opposed to silver um i think silver is kind of the 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 clear winner there so i think that's gonna be a big supporting piece for silver in the future and and the other thing is that you know that means that a lot of the silver that's coming out of the ground is just being used up you know some of it's being bought up by investors but but a lot of it's just being used up right it's it's you know it's in this laptop that i'm recording this video on right now it's put in a tv it's put in a a cell phone or, or automobiles you know um things like electric cars i mean think about all the silver that those will will soak up you know a lot of our cars today are have a ton of electrical components but but you know it certainly would seem that that as they become more and more tech heavy and even into actual electrical vehicles or hybrids or whatever um you know it, it would make sense for, to, to to see greater and greater demand for silver and and you know cars are are something that will be you know you, you buy a car and and you know it might not be sent to the scrapyard for for 20 30 years into the future um and even then you know who, who knows how much of that silver is actually being recovered especially at today's prices you know a lot of it's just going to end up in in really minute quantities and you know it's not something that's gonna be scrapped anytime soon not until the price would be much much higher so industrial value um i think is a, a big winner for silver again not not bashing gold here but let's be serious silver has a ton of uses and it's just used much much more broadly and in and the final one here is a little bit more specific to myself. Some of you guys know I'm a grad student, don't have a ton of money, and I certainly don't have the money to go around buying, you know, an ounce of, of gold at once. You know, right now gold's around $1,300, so you add a bit of premium to that. That's a lot of money to spend at once, right? I generally do not spend that much on silver at once. Affordability, that's the, that's the third reason for why I choose silver over gold. Now, some of you guys will say you could buy a gram of gold at once, you could buy a, 20, you know, a 20th ounce or a 10th ounce or whatever half ounce quarter ounce um, they make all these fractional gold pieces but you know oftentimes the thing with those in my experience and and maybe i'm totally off base here but generally speaking i find that let's say i'm buying a tenth ounce of of gold okay um we can even go here uh and i'll do this in a google search you know a tenth ounce of gold you're gonna have a significant premium with that okay so for example if i go to um I go to Jam Bullion, okay, and we'll look at their 2017 10th ounce American Eagle, okay. Um, currently, they're they're selling it for for if you're buying a single quantity at you know with a card, which is usually what I pay for, 153 dollars and 26 cents, okay. 
Well, you multiply that by 10, and you're basically buying gold at uh, over $1,500 an ounce. Okay, that's a pretty decent premium. Um, $200 an ounce. Uh, I, I could live with that premium, I guess. Um, but but to know that I could be buying a single one ounce, um, you know, gold eagle for for a much lower premium. Okay, I mean, let's see what Jam Bullion has for for the one ounce one here. Um, if we look at their one ounce, and we, we can do it from 2018. You know, it's it's closer to you know 1350. 1392, you know, with a card if you're using a card. So, still, still a decent premium. Um, but silver, on the other hand, is, is much easier to find, you know, at or close to spot. You know, maybe 50 cents over spot, a dollar over spot. There's some different websites have, have, you know, 10 ounces at spot with free shipping or whatever. Or you can go through SD Bullion, link below in the description, to get their 10 ounce silver bar at spot. You know, they have a bit of a shipping charge, but still a, a great dealer. Um, but as a whole, it's it's easier for me to buy ounces of silver than it is for me to buy ounces of gold. It's it's just more affordable, and I think that's you know one of the big appeals to uh, appeals um, why silver can be so appealing to to kind of just average Joes, right? Just average consumers. Um, it, it'd be great if we could go out and buy buy one ounce uh, gold coins each each paycheck, or or even you know gold bars, you know five or ten ounce or whatever kilo bars. Um, but it's just it's so expensive. Um, silver is much easier for, for, you know, just the average person to invest in, including myself, you know, stop by at the coin shop and, and pick up a, you know, a one ounce coin, uh, you know, each week or something like that. You know, people do this or, 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 you know, ordering five ounces at once. Um, I just tend to, to find that, you know, with what I can find for silver, the premiums tend to be lower than if I was buying a 10th ounce of gold at once or something like that. Um, you know, the premium that I'm paying on a one ounce, you know, let's say five ounces at once, even um, compared to the premium, you know, the, the amount over spot that I'd be paying on, on 50 ounces at once or something like that, or 20 ounce kilo bar or something, you know, it's not that much greater of a premium. Whereas if you look at something like gold, I tend, and, and, you know, maybe I'm not evaluating every gold product. Um, there's obviously other reasons I'm picking silver too, but, um, I tend to notice that, that the, the, the one ounce quantities tend to have a much higher pre or much lower premium than if I'm buying 10, uh, you know, 10th ounce coins or bars or whatever so so that's kind of my third reason affordability it's, it's easier for me to to stack um and also there's kind of the aspect of of, of i'm getting a full ounce whereas you know <laughs> if i'm going to go out and buy a tenth ounce of gold sure it's it's rarer you know it's 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 of similar value to it to full you know five or six or seven almost 10 ounces honestly of of, of gold these days it's you know it's almost eight ounces worth of silver that equal a tenth ounce of gold um it's still so small and, 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 and again, it gets into some other reasons for why I think, you know, I think silver is going to perform much, much better in the future. So, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. Which one do you prefer? Okay. And, and why, you know, give me some other reasons for that. So as always, thank you guys for watching this video. If you're looking to support my channel again, I'd very much appreciate it if you subscribed, like this video, commenting, all those things help me out a ton. Share this share this on, on, on Facebook groups or, or with Facebook friends, relatives, whatever, um, share it and, and, you know, share it on forums, wherever that helps me out a ton, helps me to get, you know, my channel out there, helps to kind of spread this, this message of, of, you know, putting your wealth into, into something real rather than just some really highly inflated, overvalued paper assets. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. As always, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and God bless.